Okay, so you know Julia Fox in Uncut Gems. Uh, in what movie? Uncut Gems. <laughs> that her name in the script is Julia. Because, yeah. But originally it was, supposed, it was supposed to be Sadie. But because Adam Sandler's daughter's name is Sadie. He didn't want her to name that. Yeah, it would be too awkward because they like, you know, oh. have an affair together. Have you seen Uncut Gems? Yes, okay, once. Great. Did was, you look? I really get I think you should be that for Halloween. Be that character? Yeah, I think you could really pull it off. Like, you have the facial hair. Yeah, I think I need to grow this a little bit longer, get the little Drewfro going. And get a little gold tooth going on. He does have a gold tooth. And I got to get the Furby. He Does he wear the Furby? Or he just sells that? He sells it, but it would definitely add like, to the costume. Yeah, even though it's not historically accurate to the character to wear the Furby. Correct. I think it would be, yeah. Oh, we've really hopped around here. <laughs> um, howdy, howdy, folks. Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. I hope that you are having a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, these are my favorite episodes. I've said it many, many times in the past because it's just Mike and I. This is just the great conversation between us um, because we're always interviewing people. Sometimes yep. you and me just need to have a conversation for us to shoot the shit. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been like two weeks since we've had a good hang. Well, you've been like hibernating this entire past two weeks. I've been doing some some projects, some work, heads down. You know, I had my friends in town from New York, my parents in town. Just trying to. I'm know. sorry, I never saw your parents the entire time they were here. It's okay, they never want to meet you now. They were <sighs> really excited, and they're like, you know what? If he's too good for us, we're too good for him. Well, and well, now I I feel guilty because my parents are finally going to be visiting me, and are they coming to town? Yeah, they are. When? Ooh, I think it's the last weekend of April. Okay, I believe so, or last weekend of March. You no, know, it's last weekend of April. Mother's Day is in May, right? Yeah, I think it's the first weekend of May. Yeah, so they were going to come that weekend, but I and think And they've my never brother, been out here. No, they've never been out here. And isn't I think, it isn't it interesting that you've been out here for what, 5 years? Um 6 years? A little more than that. Almost Your going younger on brother, seven. your younger brother Kevin's been here for less than 6 months and yeah. they're already booking a flight when Kevin's here. Unbelievable. Hmm. Mhm. I take isn't, it, isn't that interesting, Mr. and Mrs. King? I take it personally, but you know Do you? I don't know. In a way, originally they were wanting to come out to visit me for, what was it, New Year's or something like that? Or Christmas. They were like, we should do Christmas out there. And I'm like, my oh, yeah, girlfriend be will be gone. Yeah, it just sounds like they were trying to kill two birds with one stone. The point is, all is forgiven. I'm excited they're coming, and hopefully they get to meet you. I would love to meet uh, your father. Yeah? What's his name? Jim. You know my dad's name. <laughs> I know. Oh, I haven't met him, so it's weird to be like, oh, yeah, Jim. Although, we have DMs many times. You have to call him Mr. King. I don't think you have Do any I? respect to call him Jim. I'm kidding. Oh, I don't. I, hey, I grew up with parents that said, my name is Melissa, and like that's my name, and people would call her Mrs. Sheffer, and she didn't like that. But then other times, I'd go to someone else's house, and I'd be like, hey, Scott, and he'd be like, it's Mr. G to you. And I'm like, oh, Ooh. sorry, sir. Does your mom ever go by Missy? Missy? Like, a lot of girls with the name Melissa go by Missy. No, my never. My theater teacher in high school, Missy, a girl who was on the speech team with me in college. Nope. Missy. You ever think about that? That some names, like you heard, and then they just disappeared? But those people didn't disappear. They're just those names did? Well, I do know one name that's disappearing. What name? Alexa. And I say oh. it quietly because I don't want to activate anybody's in their homes. Oh. But now they can't name any character in any movie or TV show. Alexa. Because people's go off in their homes? Yeah. Oh, that's a bad move by Amazon. Oh, really? I thought it was just going to be Echo. That would have been a little fine. But don't you, do you have to say hey first, or you just say the name and then it does it? No, you can just go, Alexa. Oh, my God. And now even with the whisper feature, it's probably still activating people's uh, things. But that's Jeez. really a name that is uh, on its way out. That's Bill Bursting. He's like, why would anybody like 
pay to bug their own house. Like you're literally just putting an always listening microphone. I have nothing to hide. I kind of like it. Eh. I'm a big Google guy. Oh, I didn't think about that, that that name is going away. Yeah. But like, for example, the name Missy is a name that I remember like hearing a lot, like 10, 15 years ago, you meet people named Missy. But now, like, those people are still around. Did they just change their name? Because I haven't met a Missy in probably 10 years. That's a really good question. Like, these names just kind of disappear. Like, I don't know. Was there a name that you, you knew growing up? Like, maybe, like, Crystal or... Uh, I did know Crystal. And Crystal Rodriguez. And she had a bladder problem. <laughs> Crystal Rodriguez was the only girl in the class who could, like, get up and go to the bathroom whenever she wanted. Like, we didn't have to, like, wait for, like, bathroom time. This is elementary school. That was insane, having a bathroom pass. Yeah. Or we had to all wait in the like in the hallway, and like kids had to go in one by one to go pee. But treat, she kids could skip like the line. Treat, treat, treating kids like dogs. Definitely. It's not right. Mike, um, have you seen any good movies lately? Yes. I just have been digging into like old thrillers that I, I used to have this thing where I didn't want to watch any movies that were like scary or like negative or dark or depressing. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Euphoria, which also is, I know you probably love but whitney watches euphoria like in my house so i just leave the room because i just don't want to be in the room because it's what it's euphoria isn't much of a thriller it's just tense and raunchy it's just bad things happening to bad people and it's like i i like my life i like the people i hang out with and i like it's maybe a little insane but when you have a movie on your screen or a tv show you're inviting those people into your house and spending time with them for me. Just participate in the culture because right now we could be talking about it. I th- I would say majority of our audience <laughs> has watches seen Euphoria. Euphoria. And I'm sorry to you guys. <laughs> this is my co-host here. He doesn't participate in modern culture. <laughs> Do you are you are you all up to speed on Euphoria? Absolutely. We watch it every every time it comes out. Do you wanna do you still want to join the cast for season three or has it gotten too dark I mean, for you? I, I feel like now my age group, I'm going on thirty, like unless there's a scene where thirty year olds need to be in it. You could be an older brother for a character. I don't think acting wise I can land a role. It would be an extra role. You don't think you have the acting chops to walk on maybe, to Euphoria? Maybe. I just feel like everybody who's cast in Euphoria, their acting narrative is already leading to them into that moment. Like, nobody is going to, like, come off the street or they're going to hire some internet personality. That'd be too much of a distraction. For you or for them? But just to the entire vibe of what Euphoria is. Hmm. I think you could do it. Thank you, I Mike. think a lot of comedians underestimate, like, people who are funny underestimate their ability to act. But I think being funny is also almost harder than being dramatic because dramatic is like everyone can tap into that everyone can can access like oh i'm angry or i'm scared but like being funny not everybody's funny i'm not that funny i'm not like a comedian i have like comedic tendencies but i and but and what is it it's euphoria it's not supposed to be a funny show i know but you can as a comedian you can tap into I, that i think i don't think i'm that attractive Ladies, leave, it, <laughs> leave a comment down below. Maybe. I, I need to see that. That would probably look nice on your big screen that you won on. I've already had. I've already had it on. That man. you won. On. Oh yes, I won on. Let's make a deal. I got a big seventy-five inch Samsung QLED TV. Are you reading it? You're just trying to do it as the voice on the show. Yeah. Tell them what they want. You just won the. Remember, like when we were kids, like on those game shows, they would have like a guy would have like a parrot on his like. <laughs> On his shoulder, and they'd be like around like Nintendo 64s yeah. and like a bike and stuff. And I always wanted to go on one of those shows and then win. That which, m- the best show that they ever did was when they gave kids a shopping cart 
and you can go through like a Toys R Us or a Toy Store. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For five minutes. Those weren't like that wasn't a TV show. I feel like those were like really long commercials to promote for Toys R Us. Yes, I think they were. I don't think they were full shows. You might be right. I think it was like a five minute interstitial between like Nickelodeon shows. But where would you run? Like, do you ever feel like I feel like the kids were were, were just like. In idiots. a rush, and they were idiots. They idiots. were just going to like the board games or like Nerf. Go to the video game section, get uh like thirty Game Boy colors, and you're good to go. Yeah, and just get all the PlayStations, sell them on eBay, return them to the store, get store credit. That was always my thought. Like my dad would watch them with us. Like these idiot kids, why they don't <laughs> just go? You just go to the most expensive place, load up, and then cash out. I feel like they stopped doing that. I, I haven't yeah, seen them do that in a long time. Ever it, since the accident. <laughs> like one kid just slipped and like fell and or some kid was just traumatized <laughs> ever since the accident is a great just segue into another conversation well yeah ever since yeah like speaking car- of accidents i mean like last night i went down a rabbit hole this is a little dark okay about how many like sea world deaths have there been it's wild and then i think the, but the only sea world deaths i'm pretty sure are all done by like this same whale <laughs> oh wait there's you're saying silicone Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying SeaWorld deaths, fish on fish death, not human on fish death. No, a SeaWorld, no, like a trainer who died. Like how many times a whale has killed somebody oh, at SeaWorld? Oh, I know that people don't like SeaWorld because they keep the fish. I despise SeaWorld. But you're saying that there's another side where this fish are killing humans. Yes. Oh, and there's one killer fish that's killed a bunch. Yes, two trainers. I'm pretty sure it's all Tilikum. Tilikum's now dead. Is that the name of the fish? The the whale. It's okay. a mammal, and a mammal's not a fish, Mike. <laughs> know your marine biology. Um, and, yeah. One was also a guy who just snuck in and wanted to swim with one of them. And, he and, just, what, and what, How do they kill them? They eat them? Well, whales usually, like, first they just drown you. They drag you under until, like, you die, and then they... With their mouth or with their with tail? With their mouth. With their mouth. Do you think if you got swallowed by a whale, you would survive? Uh, like that surfer got <laughs> swallowed whole? He made it out? I feel like, yeah, I think I could. I would hate it. <laughs> but I think I could. I think I would try to irritate it. You go for the yep. uvula. Yeah. He, he, so that surfer, he said he just was surfing, and then all of a sudden he well, hit a wave. you get filtered out. It depends on the type of whale. It was a huge whale. Yes, but those types of whale, whales have those. Um, it's like the gills that, that, that separate the fish and the water. Oh, so you can go out through the gill? It's a certain type. That's why when you ever see like one of those like big sperm whales or blue whales, when they go up, they have those weird-looking like gums. Like It almost looks like these kind of seaweed things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of it. I learned it on a whale tour. That's what filters it out. So the whale would spit you out because you would be just like this massive, huge thing. An orca could really kill you. An orca. An orca. Those are the ones that look like a killer friendly. Whale. Yes. But they look friendly, but they're called, yeah. This guy said he was surfing. He hit a wave, and the next thing you know, he it was totally black. Because that's the other thing you don't think about is if you get swallowed by a whale, no light. It's pitch black. Not nightmare. Absolutely not. So that was accidents. I went down a rabbit hole of that. It's very interesting. I kind of don't want to tell their stories, but you can look it up. Oh, I did watch something really interesting the other day. What? Uh, the Beanie Baby documentary. Oh, I've heard about it, but I kind of get – oh, wait. Actually, I feel like I've already seen it. You've seen it with, the, all, with the three women that like are in their homes and they're talking about how they started it and they were like started their own blogs and businesses around Beanie Babies and they're the reason why it was so successful. They are the reason why it was so successful. I, well, I thought the guy Ty. Yeah, he's not in the documentary. He refuses to be interviewed oh, and he's that. like a weird, scary, like billionaire dude. But these women are 
claiming that because they were so adamant about it, they made magazines, they made newspapers, they started going on the news and talking about Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies never did any press releases. They never did anything except for what these women did, which was talk about how these things will be worth a lot of money and they would buy them up. And cre- these three women like in Chicago created the initial demand for it. Well, also Beanie Babies created a lot of demand by the way they were making those tags. And they would also say that they were only making this amount of them. And they and would retire them too. And retire them. And because of like using that retiring concept created a lot of value. It's like the original NFTs were Beanie Babies. Pretty much. And now they're, what, not worth much, really? Not Some are? No. What Beanie Babies did you have as a kid? I only had one. Uh, we weren't, my parents were, I think they saw through that this was going to be a fad. And I remember, like, all of my friends were like, these are going to be worth a lot of money someday. And it was just like, well, why? Like, how do you know that? There's no reason why these little. So I only had one just, like, to have it. And I didn't really collect them. Were you a big um, a no, beanie, wasn't a big a collector. I mean, I would rip those tags off in a fucking heartbeat. Oh, yeah, really? I would. Um, my you favorite didn't care one, about the investment value. No, not really. Because I remember my dad at a soccer game. There was one mom who was obsessed, and she was up in the bleachers talking to all the parents, and she would like have to leave to go get more beanie babies. And my dad was like, "This woman is a nut. <laughs> like this is this isn't going to amount to anything." Um, yeah. And I remember my neighbor Haley Cordray had a beanie baby party one time. What is that? It was just everyone brought their beanie babies. I think we made like uh, sleeping bags for them. <laughs> I think also when you watch this documentary, it's so 1997 and it's so clear that like people just needed the internet because these people were just so bored. They had nothing to do. But then this little thing comes out and it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to just watch TV. Let's go out and like hunt for beanie babies and like. It's just so right before the internet, the time of like everyone having nothing to do. Yeah. And now, like, I don't think you could ever have anything like that again where people just obsess over like a, a physical object in a way that. But the- all props to Beanie Babies. Shit, I wish I came up with that. It's just beans <laughs> and a little bit of cloth. And here's the big, the smartest thing that they did. They didn't sell to any big box retailers. That's what, yes. So they would only be at like little stationary shops. An independent toy store. So you couldn't get at a Toys R Us, couldn't get Gaby Toys, like any of those places you couldn't buy Beanie Babies. Have you ever seen the couple who was getting divorced in like court and they were having to split up their Beanie Baby collection? Imagine what they're thinking right now. How embarrassing. Honey, how much time did we waste? I bet they're probably laughing at it. Got a little pick out of it. (laughs) You know? Have you seen that Wikipedia of the, uh, the couple on Wikipedia for up high down low too slow there's a wikipedia article for this Wait, game. the whole trick where it's like up, up high, high down low, low too, too slow, slow. Yes. So the, the wikipedia article has photos explaining the victim pr- believes that they're going to slap up high. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah the victim believes they're going to be slapping up high and then the, like, the is this like a wiki how to no it's like a wikipedia okay. on wikipedia for for up high down low too slow whatever the name of it is i'll put the photo up it's like a really famous internet photo and it's like this guy <laughs> and this girl going like this like hand up in the air in frame one frame two he, he like puts it down low and then the third frame he pulls it away and then says victim realizes and then in the fourth frame he's pointing at her with a big smile on her <laughs> face wait, 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 what's the girl's uh, reaction she's just like oh no and <laughs> It's just like the cheesiest 90s whatever. And then it turns out like 10 years later, they ended up getting married and now they have a kid. Shut up. And they the re- couple in the photo? They recreated the photo with their kids. It's like this beautiful love story. It's so great. Wow. Yeah. This is like a very like 2005 photo. Look. Yeah. Oh, how cute. And they did it with their kids. Yeah. Isn't that great? Wow. It's one of my favorite Instagram accounts, Depths of Wikipedia. Who do you think like they were like, oh, we, this was like probably the beginning of Wikipedia, and like we if we add these images in, we'll always be on it. Yeah, that's really cute. We should get them on the pod. 
Um, <laughs> Mike, you know I'm big about dressing well. You got to be dressing good from head to toe. And most importantly, you got to focus on that toe because that is where everybody's looking. And lately, I've been turning a lot of heads onto my feet because I've been rocking Rothy's shoes. And if I were to describe Rothy's men's shoes in three words or less, I would say they're comfortable, sexy, and durable and they are so versatile they're great for a day-to-day -day rotation you can wear them up you can wear them down they're perfect for any occasion and rothy's also started because they wanted to make a sustainable company all the shoes are made from recycled plastic so you're saving the planet and the shoes are unbelievably comfortable they're also machine washable so whenever they get dirty just throw them in the wash and they come out looking like new it's truly a game changer and they also are genuinely the most comfortable shoes i've ever put on and one of my favorite things is that when you put on a pair of rothy's for the first time it feels like you've been wearing them for months they're worn in they conform to your foot already it's it's already got that break-in period that you normally when you buy a new pair of sneakers it's like a little bit rough and hard putting on a pair of rothy's like putting on a beautiful pair of socks it just slips right on and stays where you want it and not to mention they're designed to be incredibly versatile you can rock them with a suit a pair of sweatpants or in anything else in between and it's no wonder that rothy's best-selling men's shoes get a five-star review from almost every single one of their customers you got two five stars right here that's a perfect 10 and to top it all off the driving loafer was just named one of times 100 best inventions of 2021 in the style category calling it quote an ideal shoe for the late pandemic era get yourself a pair of rothy's trust us you won't regret it. So if you're still skeptical about trying on some shoes made from recycled plastic, then try this one on for size. Rothy's is doing something special for all of our listeners. That's right. They gave us a chance to share with you guys a super rare opportunity for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash hoot. Head to rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash hoot to snag a pair of men's or women's shoes for yourself or someone else. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash hoot. H-O-O-T. Hit him one more time, Matt. Once again, that's rothys.com slash hoot for $20 off your first pair of shoes. You are going to love a pair of Rothys. And now back to the episode. I, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with just America. And I think this is like, I want to use this platform to, to make the world a better place. Oh, this is the no spin zone with Mike <laughs> Sheffer. New York Times spelling bee is so much better than the wordle i completely agree if you guys don't know and this is not an ad this is something you know obviously everyone's heard about the wordle craze oh you know you guess the word and of the it takes day six tries everyone knows it it's fun to share every day on the new york times crossword app which you have to pay like you can pay like it's a couple bucks a month or you can pay like 20 or 30 dollars i think the spelling bee is free now is the spelling bee always free on the app? I'm not sure. Okay. Continue. Anyways, sorry. it's on the New York Times crossword app, and it's called Spelling Bee. It's a little honeycomb, almost, of letters, and in the middle one is a letter that, it, that you have to use, and you have to guess as many words using all the letters in the honeycomb, and we, and Mike and I, try to achieve the genius level every day, and I think we're pretty good. Yes. You've been, you've been crushing it lately, because it takes like maybe 20 to 30 minutes sometimes to really get into it. And, and you do it throughout the day. Yes. And you can rotate it in and see it differently. And it's possible to beat. You yes. know all the words in it. There is nothing in there that's going to truly stump you 
it's just hard for your mind to see it. And it's also like, I, I mean, we, you and I've been, here's how I came across it. I follow uh, Ken Jennings on Twitter. He's the guy who cool. won the most Jeopardy rounds in a row. And he posted a screenshot of like, I've gotten genius on this every day for the last 30 days. And I was like, okay, what is this? Let me look into this. And it turns out it's the New York Times crossword app that you and I have been using for years now. They have another game, Spelling Bee. I th- we've been playing it for months, and then Wordle came out, and I feel like Wordle took the world by storm. storm. Great. Love it. It's a fun game, but I do think that like the people of America should know the spelling bee is so much fun takes, to play. It does take more time to complete than uh, a Wordle. Wordle, yeah. I, Wordle I, you can do in like 10, 15 minutes. Do both. All I'm saying is, because if people like Wordle, my suggestion would be if you're, you know, because that's the other thing is you get the Wordle and then it's like, ah, you lost your fix for the day. Yeah. When you play in the spelling bee, you can like kind of come back to it. You can share with your friends. Like, and also we don't always get the same words. Like you'll get genius with 27 words. I'll get it with 26. Yes. And so, you know, like we like to compare, compare see words. what you got. I didn't get the pantogram yesterday. I couldn't finish it. Ugh. And it ends at midnight. It ends at midnight. So you got to get them in if you really want to solve it. But sometimes if you leave the app open, you can come back even after midnight. And if you don't close out of the app, you can still be on yeah, yesterday's. Yeah, but like, eh, I, that's when I give up. Okay. You know? Are you still doing the crosswords? Yes, I do it all the time. Fridays, gave up. But I did a Thursday basically to completion. I'm very, very proud of it. The crossword, guys, is really, really good. It is challenging, though. I feel like... It's definitely tough. If you're a young millennial or Gen Z... It's a lot of references to, like, literature and, like, poetry and playwriting and... And other languages, too. Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah. But you learn something. And if you really look at it, you can kind of find your way. But a Monday, I think everyone can kind of beat if they really try. I'll get off my soapbox now, but I just wanted to spread the gospel of the New York Times spelling bee. Check it out, Spelling Bee, folks. It, it's much good. better than Wordle. Let's start a whole new wave of hype in Hoot and Half is for <laughs> is you know behind it. Uh, I found this like TikTok that was just like some trippy facts, and I don't know. I got a bit of a kick out of it. Um, one, it's it's I don't even know if this is a fact. It's just kind of funny. Okay. Okay. It's impossible to say I wasn't talking to you politely. <laughs> oh, interesting. I wasn't talking to you. I wasn't talking to you. Oh. What like if you're in a conversation and someone thinks that you're talking to them? Yeah, is it that exact quote, or can you indicate? I wasn't that inter- talking to you, but <laughs> can I say this in a different word, or it has try to, to be? Okay, try to say it politely. I, can I say, do I have to say that oh, exact phrase, or can I can I change it so that I get the same meaning? Like, oh, I'm sorry, I meant that for Matt. No, I have to say I, I wasn't to talking say to you. In quotes, I wasn't talking. Okay, to you. so let me say like, um, well, in a way, it could be kind of confusing. Like, oh, I well. I want to say I'm sorry. Right. Like, I, I, I wasn't talking to you. Oh, yeah. That doesn't like, feel good. That doesn't feel good as the receiver. Even that, the way I said it. That like, doesn't oh, feel oh, good. Oh, oh, wait. I wasn't talking. What if I go, oh, I wasn't talking to you. Because it's Does like. Does that sound a little. Yeah, because uh, it sounds like you want to be talking to me and you're not. So why aren't you talking to me? Now I'm thinking, why aren't you? What, what's what's wrong with me? Ooh, that's a weird sentence. Because you were talking to someone else. Or. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need a caveat. That's a, I would just eliminate that sentence from your vocabulary if that's. Oh, way that you talk, but let me let me try this, okay? Anyway, so I was driving home at the four oh, and you can interrupt me and say like, "Oh, I I live right by the four oh five." Okay, okay. So I was driving home down the four oh five, oh, and it was. I live right by there. I, I wasn't talking to you. Oh, okay, now that's <laughs> was that. Did that, that feel bad? Was bad? Really? Yeah. That okay, didn't feel now good? I'll switch it in this way. Okay. So now, but I don't think the context of the four oh five thing. 
But just why? Oh, like, fine. Like, oh my gosh, wait, oh, I wait. What kind of dog breed is your dog that you oh, have? Oh, I have home? a, I have a Shih Tzu. Oh, wait, wait I, I wasn't talking to you. Uh, oh no, I don't like that, that at all. Worse. That's so dismissive. There's no way. That's such a dismissive sentence. Ooh, <laughs> I, er, but if I knew you, I'd be like, I wasn't talking to you, <laughs> and you would find that funny. If you do it, yeah. If if you oversell it in a funny way, then that's I think might be the only way. But yeah, if you do do that to the camera, do that take. I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> and I love when you go, Mike. Can can I talk to you outside? <laughs> oh, yeah, can I talk to you for a second? That's the <laughs> best way to get. If you don't know a funny response to someone who like has busted your balls about something, yep. Go. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah, like if I every, get, if it I, gets a laugh every time. If I get you on something like and we're out at a restaurant and I get the whole table laughing and you don't have a quick response, you hit it with that and it's yeah. funny every time. Oh, it works. Yeah. So feel free to take that, guys. <laughs> Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> but that phrase itself, if when you hear that, instant anxiety. The the other person has to know that they're joking. Hey, can we talk? Can you step outside with me for a minute? Yeah. Instant Any, heart attack. Uh, yeah. Okay. What else? Um, your brain will automatically translate WTF, but not LOL. Okay. <laughs> that one's kind of cheesy. Interesting. Uh, do you know anybody that says LOL out loud or LMAO out loud? Yeah. I feel like it used to be like really made fun of, but if people do it, it's like, all right. <laughs> Bro, I don't. If someone, LOL. If I... <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. If I said it like... No, no, no. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> if you say LOL, I think it's funny. Lol. But, <laughs> but like if someone like is like a, you know, let's call him a lawyer or like a, a nurse and they go LMAO. Can I get another... Can I talk to you outside for <laughs> yeah, a second? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know about that. That's okay. that's a no, no for me, dog. But this one I don't know if it's true. In your life, you have walked past around four missing people. Huh. Which I guess makes kind of sense. When they talk about like statistics, like you have a three, whatever. I, I, my favorite phrase is statistics do not apply to the individual. So for the guy who won the lottery, he is one of a billion or whatever that wins the lottery. But for him, that statistic does not apply because he's the one that won. And like for people who get struck by lightning, whatever, statistics don't apply to the individual so whenever you hear these like stats or everyone's trying to scare you about things they don't really apply to you individually because so if you work in an area where there's tons of thunderstorms and you're dealing with like metal poles all day okay your likelihood is maybe that yes is that what you mean but like in the same like my favorite joke is like a, someone when i was in sixth grade he, they asked him what are you going to do when you get older? And he goes, well, I'm going to play the lottery every day. And they go, well, the chances of you winning that are like one in a million. And he's like, no, the chances are actually 50-50. Either I win or I lose. Oh, whoa. I didn't really think about that. So I heard that some kid was like but being snarky. But you got to look it out of, out of the I pie know. chart, the collective group. I understand that. But just that I heard some kid, he was like being snarky to a teacher in like sixth grade. And I was like, what a crazy way to think about statistics in the world. Like when, I, when you're doing something, it's 50-50. Like, the chances of everyone else, you know, bowling a 300 or whatever, like, that's fine. But when you go and do something, you have a 50-50 chance if you do it or you don't. I like that. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Next fact. Let's hear it. Um. Well, that's it. Oh. That's all I had on that that little TikTok well, I saw. Oh, that was one TikTok that gave you all those facts? Yeah. It was just like a big screenshot. It mm. was kind of it. You know? Oh, well, no. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about talking about College Jeopardy, but... Oh, I watched it. You did? Yeah. All of it? All the uh, way down to the end? I watched the last episode. I watched like... 
the last four episodes. I didn't oh, watch okay. the first oh, half. Shoot. Then hopefully we haven't overlapped. Uh, I would have you love seen to the watch final it. one? I would love to watch it with you. I haven't seen the first few. I have seen like the last I've three. I watched the first few. Oh, I haven't seen them. I've seen the last three. Shit. But I was like oh, I was like when we were making dinner and I was like half paying attention. Okay. But it makes you feel so smart. It's on Hulu right now if you do want to watch it. I think it might be on ABC or one of those other channels too. Uh yeah, it's on yeah, whatever. Hulu. One of the, the one of the answers was uh, Addison Ray for one of the yeah, That was one of the first episodes. Oh, so maybe I did see I don't know. I can't remember which ones I saw. Okay. But my memory's not that great. Hey, it's kind of funny watching those like elite Ivy League school kids and they they don't know the pop culture. Yeah, it's, it's like a, what who Batman. Who it's is, Batman. Who was the rapper like, who put out the 2017 album Damn? Oh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, who is Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. Get it right. <laughs> um and, Okay, let me ask you this. When you're okay. watching Jeopardy with another person, I say who is. Oh my god. Okay, I do that too. Where is what is But but don't you feel like the person that you're watching it in the room with? Like if you're watching it with someone else in the room, get they, they can leave. <laughs> like get over yourself. Wait, you th- you think I'm self-conscious that I'm answering the questions the way they're supposed to be answered on the game? We were watching it and Whitney was making dinner and I was like kind of helping her and they would give an answer and I would be like, "Oh, who who is the Dark Knight?" And then I really, I'd be like, oh, who is geometry? Who who is geometry? Who is Albert Einstein? And it's like, and was Whitney rolling her eyes? No, but I was rolling my eyes at myself. Like, just say the answer, Einstein. No, I think you need to be Mona in the habit Lisa. of playing the damn game because you, if you, because Mike, one day we could get on there. Do you think you could? But like, we can do it on the college one. But when it gets to the real one, we have no chance. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but I think there should be a fun kind of uh, third je- millennial one, an influencer one, I, in a way. Celebrity Jeopardy I'm, is cool. I wonder what. I really try to wonder what influencers because I feel like I'd have a good shot, but I could get beat by a handful of people. Maybe. And maybe I try to can... wonder which of those influencers are. I wonder. Maybe Who do it... you think I could? Would, would do you think would be Matt? I think you're smarter than most. People. I'm really not. Do you, how many books have you read in the last three months? Uh, if it's more I'm than, still reading kind of one, dude. Is it more than one? No. I'm okay. How many books one. did you read last year? Oh, probably like seven. Okay. There's your answer. <laughs> so you can do um, a poll for Instagram people with one million plus well, I followers. I think Sally Dar. Okay. But, I think but Sally Dar. She's could... smart, but de- like again, Jeopardy is not about being smart. It's about knowing facts. And I think, no, I think she knows a lot of facts like that. Hmm. Maybe we can get Jason to make like a, a real Jeopardy. I think not... Cody Co. maybe. No, Cody Co. is Canadian. He couldn't get it. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot of like references. And also, if you get the right category, that's like there was one. There was a girl who majored in Latin and she was she was doing conversational Latin was her like major. She can speak it. Yes. That's what she was studying is conversational Latin. And there was one subject about entom- like etymologies of words. Oh, and yeah. She got but every I mean, single every... one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people who are medical majors take Latin. Latin, because you have to, like, because all medicine is based in Latin. Yes, but I'm saying in Jeopardy, if you just happen to find a category that aligns with your personal interests, you'll just crush it. I always feel bad about the Bible. Because you don't know any of it? No, uh, I really don't. Say. I don't. Bible, Bible. Inc- I also want to learn, brush up on my classical music and like operas and mm. stuff. That Do you know like classics though, or they talk about Shakespeare? Ye- or, like, yes, most. I get lucky with Shakespeare. Like a lot of Shakespeare. Like, like do you know the main <laughs> character in The Tempest, what their name is? No. See, that the would Tempest, be... I don't. My brother would know. But, they, they'll but get... like Midsummer Night's Dream, Hamlet. Um, you know the character names. You know like what the Comedy jobs... of Errors. 
a the, lot of those. The, you know what the jobs that they have is like they they go pretty deep on the Shakespeare oh, stuff. Oh shoot, maybe I don't know, but I'm really happy. I don't know if I'm spoiling it, but a kid who went to UT University of Texas at Austin, he won Texas Fight Hook'em Horns. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna watch an episode after this. I, I would love. To. We'll be right back to this episode after a word from our sponsor, Stamps.com. Mike, it takes a lot to run a business. You know, I have a lot of friends out here who run small businesses, and sometimes I underestimate how many tasks and challenges they have. They have a lot of product, they have a lot to sell, and it can get pretty challenging trying to meet all of that demand. And it can cost a lot of money, and time is money. That is completely true. And one thing that I've learned that a lot of my friends have been using is Stamps.com. Don't waste time with repeated trips to the post office. With Stamps.com, you can skip the trip and focus on how to take your business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer and saves you money in the process so you can spend less time at the post office and more time making money and making customers happy. That's exactly right. Stamps.com saves you money, time, and stress. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. And Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. And you get discounts that you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. So whether you're in the office sending invoices or you're running a site hustle on an Etsy shop, or you're a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, and there's no special supplies or equipment needed. You're up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. So sign up with our promo code HOOT, that's H-O-O-T, for a special offer that includes a four-week free trial, free postage, and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code HOOT. Stamps.com, enter code HOOT, and save on shipping. And now, back to the episode. Ready for unfact-checked fun facts? Because these are things that I read on the internet, but I don't know if they're true, but... Lay it on me, Mike. Okay, you remember when you used to have the older TVs before digital, and you would like flip on a channel, and it would just be like the static... Yeah, it would be like the gray screen. that's like, like yeah. the opening of an HBO show is the static, yes. the TV, like that the didn't white have, noise. Do you yeah. know what that is? Um, what that is? Yes. Well, well, let me see. I'll give you a little more. Well, context. I feel like those only happen on like tube TVs, like the ones where it was like a mini projector that would project. Like it's it's on TVs that are receiving a signal that is not directly from like a channel. So it's like you have an antenna that's oh, yeah, yeah. outside of range. Like if you put it if you put a TV antenna in the middle of the desert, every channel is just going to be that static. Yeah, it's not receiving the radio waves. Okay, why? So why is it showing that specifically? Um. Well, I don't know. I want to say it's something with like the color prism and the way the light hits it and since it's not picking up on a frequency it just emits like a whole bunch of it is the radiation that is left over from the big bang what yep that's why that is the radiation level that tv antennas pick up and converts onto a tv what that static is is the radiation that is in such a low dose that's been left over from the beginning of the creation of the universe get out of here isn't that insane Whoa. Next okay. fun fact is when you get a kidney transplant, mm -hmm. apparently what they do is they don't take your existing kidney out. They just shove the third one in there so you have three kidneys. Oh, it really? They don't take it out? That's what I just read on the internet. 
Uh, why keep a bad kidney in there? What if the kidney is like disease? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Should we? It's right in if you're a doctor, I guess. I wish you watched some of the fucking movies that were being nominated for the Oscars. Like what? Um. So what are we got? Well, you've seen The Power of the Dog. Yes. You've seen Tick, Tick, Boom. No. West Side Story. Nope. Licorice Pizza. Nope. See, Mike, we I, I can't got, even have this conversation. It's, who's got time to... I, listen, I, I would like to go to the movie theaters. I, I'll watch them when they come out on streaming, but... Um, <laughs> do you have any uh, any new hobbies that you're getting into now that we're sort of like in this... Oh, that is a really good question. You know what? No, I feel like I've actually been distancing myself from my hobbies because just time and like things are always like happening now yeah in okay. a weird way february and march are like a little bit of a weird time because it's past the holiday season far enough away and we're still far enough away from summer that it's like how do you fill your time between you know march april may yeah do you have it so you're not going to lean into like knitting oh, or watercolor i, I kind of want to get into um gaming a little bit gaming because zane has this pc down there and he says i can hook it up to my room video gaming yeah well, because like Todd's been like streaming and stuff, and I think it's kind of fun and interesting. Hmm. So I might do that. You get that game Lake. Lake. Ah, oh, I want it so bad. I've been debating buying an Xbox for it. I just wish it was on Nintendo Switch. I know. We can wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Just Mike and I shooting the shit, and uh, this was fun. We learned a few things. We caught up, expressed our own interests, and learned about the uh, the theory of of the shopping cart. <laughs> Um, let us know if you like these episodes where it's just the two of us and we'll we'll do more yes please and um also feel free to follow us on instagram book me on cameo i love doing that for you guys and thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for watching um y'all are the best have a great week we'll see you next time see you guys bye